Saturday, December 9th on DAZN pay-per-view, Regis Progoy is defending his WBC 140-pound title against Devin the Dream Haney. Again, that is DAZN pay-per-view. We're going to break this fight down today on Big Fight Preview here on Pro Box TV. I am George Jakovic alongside the All-Stars. We got the Hall of Famer, analyst, trainer, Teddy Atlas, the two champions from New York, Brooklyn's Paulie Malinaji and Long Island's Chris Algieri. Guys, we're here. Big fight preview. Got a big fight this Saturday night. Uh, Teddy, want to get your thoughts on the fight, but one thing I want to run by you, the, the optics of this fight. DeZone is promoting it as, as Haney versus Progray, even though Progray is the champion. The fight's in San Francisco. Haney's from the Bay Area. So it seems like one of those fights where they're trying to tell us who's going to win. Um, before we get your thoughts on the fight, I don't know if you recognize that or, or notice that. Notice it all the time. It's boxing as usual. Business of boxing, baby. I mean, it's nothing new. It was uh, not all that long ago. Remember when Terrence Crawford was fighting Horn? Horn was the champion, but you know he was just keeping his seat warm to pass the baton to Crawford because that's what the promoter wanted because Crawford was the future star. He was being groomed for the future fight. It's about the future, you know, and it's about who can bring the money in. It's about who can, you know, eventually sell the pay-per-view and, and move forward. And again, follow the money. Follow the guy that is the younger guy, undefeated, uh, the star or possible one of the stars because that division has a few possible stars but again it's it, for me it's i get what you're saying george but for me it's it's business as usual mm -hmm. it's been that way forever in boxing uh it's it's not about having the title so much as it's about who the guy is that is going to make the most money who the guy is that's you know gonna speak to the audiences out there who's the star and there's no doubt and they understand it for them that it's Haney who's the star. Even though Prograce is a two-time champion, it doesn't matter. Haney is the guy who's going to carry that baton uh, up in that division. And uh, let's go around and start with you, Teddy, but your thoughts on the fight itself. I like Haney. I mean, other than the weight advantage, um, Haney's fought at higher weights, but never at this level i think that i think that's the difference he's never fought at this level at higher weights but progress is naturally bigger guy uh i don't know if he he already had his best fight and it was in the one loss that he has but he fought a tremendous fight for the title in that one loss it was you know a very very close fight and i don't know if the, the best has passed him already. He didn't look good in his last fight, Prograce. It could have been the style, the style of the guy that he fought in his last, horrible style. I mean, you know, a guy that is taking no chances at all, a guy who's using his legs, a guy who's on the outside um, looking to let you take the chances and looking to pot shot you all night long, a uh, guy that is hard to find, very, very ugly fight, very difficult fight to to deal with and obviously to look good. And Progress didn't look good in that fight. Is it because 
what I touched on that he's already had the best in him out there uh, in in his one loss, but he he fought brilliantly against an undefeated fighter for the title at that time, or is he you know, was it just a bad night? Which like Fury had Fury had a bad night. We all kind of agreed on that. Maybe we can agree on that with this. But at the end of the day, I think that Haney's style is is difficult for Prograce. Prograce is going to have the burden of having to really behave like the bigger guy, having to come forward and and bring it to Haney. Haney, Haney is longer, taller. He controls the outside. He's you know he's a sharpshooter. He's a terrific counterpuncher. He's a surgeon with his punches, very accurate. Again, he knows how to control space really well. I think that Prograce will be forced to come to him and Haney will do his thing. Pot shot, counter punch, box brilliantly, give a class of the sweet science, boxing 101. The only X factor here for me is that in his last fight with Lomachenko, I saw a little change. A little where Haney wanted to be more exciting, whatever it was, but he wanted to maybe please the critics or just please himself. He's maturing, he's growing. As a champion, you you change, you get more and more confident. He bent his knees, he sat down more. Um, I'm very curious to see what the two champions think of this, but he sat down more and he was looking to deliver harder more meaningful. He was looking to do more damage than just beat you by boxing. Uh, I'm wondering if he's going to bring that same Haney or the beginning of that new Haney into this fight with progress. If he does, maybe it's a mistake. Maybe. Because it'll bring him close enough to progress to do what he's got to do at the end of the day, which is hurt him probably to win this fight. He's not outboxing him. I don't think he's outscoring him. He's probably going to have to hurt him. And the last thing I say is there's a little flaw. I like progress, but he drops his hands. He moves his head well, but he does it from too far away. And when you do it from too far away, you can be counted and you can be timed. And when you do it from too far away with a guy who lives by countering and lives by timing, you might have a problem. Yeah, I, I, it's uh, it's there's a lot to touch on here. Um, first of all, I'll go with the uh, the, the zone mentality of uh, putting Haney's name first. I'm sometimes I feel like am, am I viewing this all wrong? I do see Haney as a as a talented guy. You know, I do see Haney as a guy who you know has some skills and can box rather well. But I, I when everybody starts to push this whole star power thing, I, I I'm not seeing it, man. I mean, I, I it's. I, I think he's a good fighter. Um, he doesn't sell. He didn't sell a lot of pay per views, even against the best, the most name recognizable opponent of his of his career against, uh, which was a Lomachenko fight. Um, I don't understand really um, what the rush is in trying to say that he's a star. Uh, he's not a big puncher. He's not an explosive personality. He's not like uh, you know the 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 pretty boy looks like a Ryan Garcia, for example. I don't understand this uh, this extreme push for the marketing ploy here um i mean doesn't listen i'll be honest with you the zone is is is, is i've already shown the business wise they're about as, as as dumb as a box of rocks i mean they've constantly lost money so i mean they, not, it doesn't shock me that they would try to force a round peg into a square hole 
But at the same time, and this is not a knock on Amy's boxing ability. I think he's a good boxer in an overall exciting weight class. He doesn't stand out to me like, oh, this guy is a guy who, among all these great fighters, among all these really good, among this really fun weight class, this guy stands out as something extra special. Dude, I don't see him. I don't. I, I just don't, man. I, I think, and, and again, I think he's a good fighter. I, I think he can box. I just. I just don't see any separation from everybody else. I, I don't see this. I, I, there's, and like I said, usually the intangibles that you need, like a, a big personality or or big punching power or or or, or one of those things, like or, or being like a and again the model looks like Ryan Garcia. He doesn't have any of those either. So I I'm struggling to see why the push, why the disrespect for Progre of of the promotional banner saying oh Haney versus Progre instead of Progre versus Haney. This is not. Floyd Mayweather post Oscar De La Hoya, where Mayweather was doing this post Oscar De La Hoya. This is not Canelo, where again they can fight the doorknob on the door over here and they can get a million pay per view buys. You know what I'm saying? I, it's not. It, this is not that kind of thing. And even then, I always had a problem with it. But I, I kind of at least at least there's a reasoning. You say, Paul, you know, there's a lot of money. You know, the guy's worth so much money. You know, he generates a lot of money. You kind of have to understand it, even if you don't agree with it. And I didn't agree with it then, but I understood it. This right here, I don't agree with. Yeah. Just like I don't understand how how the zone can constantly influx money into a channel that constantly loses money and and they still influx money somehow i don't know where they get it out of the sky i don't get that either but especially this particular situation is a microcosm of the of the whole business model what are you doing what what, what is this what, what, exactly what is this you know so now let's go forward with the boxing again i think haney's actually a good boxer a solid boxer i think he's talented i think it's a good fight and i think styles make fights and for that reason i think haney's ability to control range a little bit better uh than pro gray gives him a slight advantage here now are we writing i sometimes wonder are we writing off pro gray he's only got one loss and that's to josh taylor who at the time was on a roll you know but um or is pro gray's kryptonite this this ability or this inability to close range in a deceptive enough way to catch a guy like haney right because in order to close range against a guy like haney who's very good at controlling range you've got to be deceptive enough you've got to have a, a lot of trickery to you otherwise you're going to be walking into his shots and his leads and also into his counters you know so is this Progray's kryptonite? Have we really seen Progray against a guy with this kind of style? Uh, aside from the awkward guy that he just fought last fight with Zarita, whatever his name was, you know, where he we, we saw this problem. Now, the guy, the thing about the last opponent is you got to close the gap against a guy who can punch. Haney's not the biggest puncher, but at the same time, he's probably sharper in, in terms of catching you on the way in. So you still got to be deceptive nonetheless. Uh, the fight is in San Francisco, despite the fact that Progray is the champion. So are you risking to have to get a, a, a big win in order to get a decision if this goes a distance? Progray has punching power. He's the strongest guy Haney's fought, probably. Does that mean Haney is not going to be aggressive like Lomachenko? I think that was a calculated risk as far as being aggressive against Lomachenko. I don't find anything wrong with it. You're naturally big, bigger physically. So you say, you know what? I'm going to break this guy down in spots by trying to walk him down with a high guard and give you give him a different look than what he may have seen of me in video. That's fine. I don't have a problem with it. I thought that was a good adjustment. And you, and it's smart to make it against a naturally smaller guy. But I don't really expect to see that too much against Progre, who's a pretty known puncher and throws a lot of hard punches and, is, and and can be sharp when you give him that range. You know, I, I expect Haney to try to control the range and take it away from Haney, uh, take it away from Progray. The, the old give it and take it away, give it and take it away and play that cat and mouse game, and which Haney does very well. And I think that it's probably his ticket to victory. But again, I sometimes wonder, have I been too hard on Haney or am I now overcompensating and am I being... And am I falling for the okie doke and just completely underestimating Progray? You know, like I still wonder to myself because I still look at Haney's resume and I look at Progray's resume. And I said, and I tell myself, man, this is this is 
this is not like a guaranteed win here, man. You know what I'm saying? But I see the ticket. I see the 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 the, the path to victory for Haney. Uh, and I'm, maybe I'm basing it a lot on the way Progre looked in his last fight. But I feel like boxing-wise, Haney has the advantage here. And I feel like he's got the ability to keep it a boxing match. First of all, I, I like this fight. I've, I've liked it ever since it was announced. I thought it was a, it was an interesting fight. I thought it was a good style matchup. Um, and just, I don't want to get too deep on the in the weeds, like how you guys are talking about the, 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 the promotional side of, of, of what's going on, the, pol the politics side, rather. Um, the only thing I can say is, man, look at the ages. Progress 34, you know, and, and Haney's is 25. And Progray is one of those guys who a lot of his defense, a lot of his deceptiveness, like you alluded to, Paulie, comes from his 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 natural uh, talent and 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 uh, athleticism. A lot of his head movement is based off of his reactions. Your reactions don't age well. So I don't know if the writing is on the wall. Maybe people see something in him uh, as as an older fighter in terms of what his style brings to the table. Sure, he's got power. He's never not going to have power. The, the kick and punch, he's not going to not be able to punch as he gets a little bit older. But his ability to get away from those shots, his ability to be deceptive enough to set up that power, a lot of that comes from his athleticism and his awkward upper body movement, that offbeat rhythm where he reacts. Doesn't have much of a jab. Doesn't close the distance all that well. So maybe they're just seeing the writing on the wall. And Progre even said, he's like, hey, I think you guys are underestimating. This isn't a puncher versus boxer. I can punch too. Punch too. I have skills. And I 100% agree. I think Progre is a lot better than people give him credit for. The problem is the style matchup. Just like I said about, about Progre's difficulty in closing the gap and being and, and being a leader in fights, that's not his, his strong point. He's a counterpuncher. And he counterpunches off of his athleticism, his good reactions, and his power, getting himself in a position. With Haney, I just don't see the opportunities being there. He's going to have to turn into a front-footed guy, and I think that's going to mean he's going to get hit more, and he's going to be he's going to be there to be hit more. Um, if he sits on his back foot, he's going to get picked apart by the length of Haney, so he's going to have to go forward. And I just don't think he's as, like you said, deceptive or defensively conscious when he is going forward. We saw that in a Zoria fight. Zoria just moved. Tons of lateral movement, but like you said, that guy can actually punch. I called that fight. I was there. That, that kid can punch. He, he was throwing some big bombs. Definitely not as sharp as Haney, but um, Prograve just was not effective going forward. He was not effective walking a man down. He's much more of a, of a sit in the middle, stand in front of you, make you reach, make you miss, make you pay kind of guy. And uh, to your point, Teddy, what, what Haney did with Lomachenko was because he didn't have respect for the power of Lomachenko, and he knew he was the bigger man physically. He's not going to be... I think he actually is bigger than Progray. I, I don't think he's going to be the stronger man for sure. And I don't think he's going to be big enough that he's going to be able to impose his will the way he did on Lomachenko. Listen, Lomachenko, he looked way bigger. He was a much, much bigger man. Lomachenko is a very small 35-pounder. He's truly a 30-pounder. Um, and for him at the highest level, he's always struggled with bigger guys at 35. And with, with Haney, Haney just imposed that size and that will. He, I don't see him doing that with Progray. One, I don't think he can. And two, even if he does, it's, it's going to give Progray his best chance of winning that fight, which is, like you said, Teddy, is to hurt him. And listen, he can hurt him. Haney's chin has been shown to to, to have been affected by punches before, and Progray's probably the biggest puncher he's fought, and definitely the biggest puncher he's fought. Um, so that's that's where Progray's going to have to really really uh get his work in is when does get that opportunity to be in front of him but i don't know i don't i don't really see haney doing that haney's a very disciplined guy he's gonna stay on the outside he's not gonna exchange if he doesn't need to um he's a he's a he's a risk taker he's more of a risk taker than a guy that guy like Shakur stevenson which is why i kind of like haney i think he's i think he's a fun guy to watch even though he is a, a really a true a poor a pure boxer he takes more risks i don't think he is 
the ability that Shakur does in order to make a comeback. I miss for entire 12 rounds. So he does have to put his nose in there sometimes. And he does. And I respect that. It makes it a lot more fun. Um, I do think this is going to be a fun fight. I do think there's going to be opportunities for Progre to get off. But just stylistically, I think it's a super tough matchup for, for Progre, especially at this stage of his career. You know, you mentioned that Taylor fight. Both of you guys did. And Teddy, that was his best performance of his career. And that was a long time ago. It was 2019. We're, we're approaching 2024. He has not fought anywhere near that level of calib- caliber of fighter since then. And, yeah, he fell short in that fight. He lost to a streaking Josh Taylor, who is a, a phenomenal fighter, a guy that I, I held very highly uh, during his heyday. Um, but since then, you know, the, the, the list of names, if you really look at it, it's nowhere near those top echelon guys. And like it or not, Haney is one of those guys. So let's see how he's going to perform in this fight. Um, it, they, I still think there's a lot of questions. I, this fight could go a lot of different ways. But uh, I'm, 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 I'm still happy. I'm still, I'm still excited for the fight. Even though we're this close and it's kind of like everyone's really riding off Progre, I still think it's a good fight. And I still think that it's a competitive fight. Yeah, we're, talk, we're talking uh, Progre and Haney. And Chris, we had a chance a couple of days ago. We caught up with the 140-pound champ, Regis Progre. This is what he had to say. And we got the WBC 140-pound champion, Regis Progre, is with us today on ProBox. This is the first time I actually did a full camp, like, out here. You know, I mean, spent this much time. I usually come out here, like, two, three weeks. But this time, like, I, I never really did a, a full, I never did a, re- a really full camp before not being outside of my house. You know, and listen, I, I thank anybody for this fight. It is him. You know, I always say that, man. I thank Zerilla for this fight because, you know, he came and it, it was a it was a bad night. And then he come to run around. It was a late minute replacement, all that stuff. But if I would have blasted, blasted him out in one or two rounds, Haney wouldn't be fighting me. I do it. I really, I mean, obviously, pay is real good, but I do it because I really want to be the best. That's it. Pound for pound, I want to be the best. I want to be the, known as the best person in my division. Um, And, you know, one of the best pound for pound. So that's why I do it. And this fight will bring me that. I, I know that this fight will bring me, you know, what I'm looking for. As a fighter, you still have to do what you have to do to get where you're at. But at the same time, man, like, I came up the hallway. You know, I fought for dollars and stuff like that. I got dollar checks. I still have them in the house right now, dollar checks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I really love the sport. I, I mean, um, I study it. I've been, I've been studying it. I know history, man. I go back to, like, the Joe Gans and Jack Johnson and, like, all these guys. That I just, I love it. I don't know. I don't even know why I love boxing so much. But that's just, that's how I am. <laughs> Now, you got to make sure you, you download that app because we did about a 30-minute interview with the champ. You can check it out on ProBox TV. Download that app wherever you get apps. Like us on YouTube. It's a really good interview with the champ. Uh, Teddy, want to get your reactions on that interview. One of the, one of the things that Progress said was uh, that Haney is an entitled fighter. He said he was a spoiled fighter. So I'm not, uh, I want to get your reaction to what Regis said to us. Look, he, he's got the – I understand where guys like that say that because he's coming from the Marvin Hagler place of being brought up where he didn't have the silver spoon. He didn't have the, you know, the amateur pedigree, the the gold medal. I mean, Hagler always – always – he's one of my favorite fighters. He's a great fighter, great person, great human being, and um, God bless him, he's not with us anymore. But he – always held something against Sugar Ray Leonard in a way. He, he respected him as a fighter and as a person, but he always felt that, you know, 
he was given what he never got. He was given every opportunity. He got the money early on. He was brought along with a uh, big promoter. You know, the the road was paid for him. And Hagler, you know, there was no road. I mean, there there was nothing. There was just dirt, holes, everything. He he had to find the way that he found by fighting whoever was there. He went to Philadelphia, Hagler, and he fought all the top middleweights. And they were the top middleweights back in those days. And he didn't necessarily have to fight him, but he felt he did, you know, to prove his way, to, to get to where he wanted to get to. And um, the guys that have the big promoters, the guys that have the big amateur career, they don't have to go down that road. I mean, I still give credit to, you know, Leonard and uh, one of my favorite fighters and De La Hoya. Those guys fought better fighters than a lot of these guys fight now, even though they did have that silver spoon, if you will, um, and that promoter that was paving the way. But they didn't have to do it at the level like a Hagler did. And that's what Progress is talking about, that he understands he had to do it the hard way. He had to do it the old-fashioned way. Uh, you know, he had to... Everyone earns their way in this business. That's what I feel. Um, but he had to earn it. He, he had to earn it in a harder way uh, than, than these other guys did that have the big promoters and uh, the role paid for them in the way that I just described. So they resent that. They feel it. I mean, they, they understand that. Um, and it drives them. I think sometimes they hold on to it to use it to continue to drive them. I know Hegler did uh, to the degree that he did. So... Again, it's it's something that's understood. Uh, Haney, you know, I wouldn't go as far as say he's spoiled because you know Haney's fought Haney Haney's fought guys that he's had to fight. You know, he fought Linares. You say, oh well, he wasn't a but he was a champion, uh, former champion. He could punch with the right hand. He shook him a little bit uh, in that fight too. So you know, you can't say that he's completely a spoiled brat. Anybody who's in this business. Um, it's hard to say that, but some guys are, some guys do have it the easier way. And definitely, did Haney have it easier than than a program? Yeah, of course. And is that enough to say he's spoiled? I get it. I understand what he's saying. Not that I agree 100%, but I understand where that's coming from. Uh, at, at, the, at the end of the day, uh, Progress finally got to where he wants to get to, or where everyone wants to get to, a big money fight. Just the way that Hagler got to that place with Leonard. And you know what? I always felt that he wanted it so much that that was a close fight. A lot of people thought Hagler should have won it, should have been. When I watched it again, Leonard was brilliant. Well, Lennon, I'm not going to take that fight away from Lennon. He was brilliant. Yeah, he stole moments at the end of the round, but he was brilliant, especially coming off the layoff and everything else. But in some ways, Hagler wanted it too much. He he went out of his southpaw stand. He went off the docks. Like he, it meant too much to him. I, I always wonder if he kind of, kind of self-imploded in that way that it meant so much for the reasons I just talked about that he wasn't just what he needed to be, what Hagler normally was. He tried to be more, and, and he tried to prove something in that fight. Uh, I don't know if Progress is going to go down that mental road. It's always a mental road in this business. I don't know if he's going to go down that road, but I understand exactly what you asked me about, George, and what he was talking about in that interview. Very interesting. 
Yeah, Teddy, you want to start a debate with boxing fans, just bring up Hagler Leonard. You know, just bring up Hagler Leonard anywhere. It's going to start some kind of a, deb a debate. Here's my favorite part of the show. We had the two champs, Chris Algieri and Pauli Malignaggi, jump in the ring and give us some keys to victory for the fight Saturday night. All right, everyone, we're talking about Regis Prograde defending his WBC super lightweight title against Devin Haney, December 9th, live on the zone. I am going to be Regis Prograde. My partner, Pauli Malignaggi, here is going to be Devin Haney. We're talking keys to victory. If I'm Regis Prograde, what I need to do to win. So Regis actually has a somewhat of a throwback old school style. And he uses something called offbeat rhythm to break his opponent's rhythm and stay elusive while also setting up his power shots. He's not a big jabber from the outside. He's actually more of a counter puncher than a leader. Uh, so with a guy like Haney, who is also not so much of a leader and more of a counter puncher, he's going to have to use that elusive head movement, those reactions, that athleticism, and that big power, especially in the left hand, in order to break Haney's boxing style. So when I talked about that old school style of, of Regis Progre, a lot of times he fights kind of over his front foot, daring his opponent to throw shots. But he's got pretty good head movement from that outside. He stays very elusive. He works his way in without his opponent really realizing it. And he doesn't really look at his opponent's eyes. He's focused more on the opponent's chest. And he's looking down there, and it seems like his head is very inviting. But it's not there because he's got good athleticism, good pull. And what he does is he'll start to lower his opponent's guard by keeping his head so low. And a lot of times he'll use that to throw the overhand shot, which has been very effective for a lot of the opponents that he's fought so far. Haney, because he's such a good counterbuncher, fights from the outside, has a very good jab, I think he's going to have to use that to get inside. But once he's inside, Haney, who can be very slick on the inside with a slipping, rolling, sliding, but at times he spends too much time there. And with a puncher like Progre, I think he could focus on the body and then work his way up top is going to be very effective. So from the outside, use that elusive offbeat rhythm from the outside, work his way in. Use those big looping shots over the top or down the middle, and then once he gets Haney to stand still, he's got to work the body on both sides and then work his way up. If he's going to be victorious, he's going to have to get Haney to stand still and unload the power advantage that he has. Keys to victory for De the challenger, Devin Haney, against the champion, Regis Progray. Now, Devin Haney has to control the distance, use his athleticism to throw off the rhythm of Regis Progray. Devin has a very athletic style. And pick up on the tells Regis may give you so that you can take advantage of breaking up his, his rhythm. So Haney, first and foremost, has a good jab. Even against the southpaw, a jab will work. We saw it against Lomachenko. If you can keep the, over the top of it, you can throw that jab over the top and you can kind of control that lead hand of, of Regis Progray. If you can do that, you can actually pick your, pick your distance pretty well because automatically, if you're able to control with the lead hand, you're able to control with the jab. Regis, at times, he, Regis throws everything hard. So you can kind of see everything coming. Haney has a good control of that distance, changing that distance, going, stepping back, stepping back in. He's got very good legs. So all those hard shots Regis wants to throw, 
if you can change that range, you're going to have him coming up short. You're going to have counter-punching opportunities as well. Now, there's a tell Regis may give you. A lot of times before he throws that jab, he's, he's looking, he keeps rotating these arms. Well, you see that rotation before that jab. Haney can use that pot shot right hand. Haney has a really good pot shot right hand, especially if he uses it to step over to the side. He can actually double it and keep Regis not only off balance, but also continue to score with it. At times, you gotta, you're going to have to touch the body a little bit. Again, Regis throws everything hard, so you want to start disrupting that a little bit. At times, there are moments like he did in the Lomachenko fight where you can kind of come in, drop something underneath here, and, and step back out and use that jab to protect yourself. Haney's athleticism is key here, but he's got to control the distance using that athleticism and using the, his ability to pick up on prograde's tells. All right, guys, that's the key's victory for Regis Prograde defending his WBC Super Lightweight title against Devin Haney, sending it back to us back in the studio. Well, Chris, you're sending it back to me because I'm in the hot seat. I got, I got the, uh, I'm hooked up in my ear. I can hear everything. This is professional. We do things. You, you sent it back to me, George, the host. But I, I get it, Chris. You never know who's going to be up here. So listen, um, by the way, keys of victory. Every time I see you guys in the ring, I want to see you guys really spar. I don't want to see you show me what other fighters should do. So maybe one day we'll really get you guys to do something. But I'm hearing in my ear, you got 30 seconds each to give predictions. So Teddy Atlas, Predictions for the fight, Regis Progre and Devin Haney. He's going to control the space. At the end of the day, he's going to do what he does. You know, Haney's going to control space, uh, make, make Progre's go through a bad neighborhood to get to him, and then mug him on the way into that neighborhood. Uh, use a jab, uh, pot shot. He's a very accurate puncher. Uh, could take steps back, create traps where he can make progress reach a little bit, and he is prone to reaching a little bit. That fight plan was tremendous by by both champions. It showed you everything you need to see. I think that Haney will take advantage of progress uh, coming in, reaching in a little bit, and Haney's got a good uppercut. I wouldn't be surprised if I see that uppercut do some really effective scoring as Prograde tries to get in close to him. I like Haney winning a decision. Paulie. Yeah, I, I, I find myself leaning towards Haney as well. Uh, I don't look at it as a one-sided fight. I think it's going to be a very competitive fight, a good fight uh, with Haney's boxing ability just edging it out for him, plus the fact that it's in San Francisco. So anything really close will probably, you know, is uh, gives Haney an advantage. Uh, not that it matters as he got the advantage in Vegas too last time, but but uh, nonetheless, I think uh, uh, that's also a, being in the hometown is a bit of an advantage. But I do see Haney's boxing ability being just enough to uh, uh, get by a, a very determined and uh, a very good fighter in program. And, and I think if Haney can win it without controversy, this uh, is the, the the biggest win of his career. I think he needs he still needs a, um, a really a, a, a trademark win. That is controversy free and and uh, really solidifies him as a guy who can handle this level of opposition and win against this level of opposition. Um, and, and and again, that's why I, I I still struggle to see what what all the fuss is about as far as a, from 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 a promotional side. He doesn't he doesn't yet have that kind of win. You know, the Lomachenko win was very very controversial and it didn't wow anybody. So and his other and the rest of his opposition really is pretty average. You know, so I think that um, you know if he can do this here against Progre, who I think we all agree is a dangerous guy, no matter what styles make fights. The, the a win over Progre, if you get a a win over Progre, controversy free. I think it's a big step 
towards achieving what Haney wants to achieve, which is a, um, a you know, being becoming a very notable fighter within the business, within the sport. And uh, I think that's their goal and the zone's goal and that's team Haney's goal. But uh, again, I, it's not a, it's not a cupcake gimme, you know, a pro is, is a, is a good fighter. Uh, he's got some smart guys in the corner there with Julian Chua and uh, Bobby Benton. And uh, I think, uh, I think I, I, I'm really looking forward to watching this fight. I think it's going to be a, a good fight. Now, last time I, I got to disagree with both you guys, and I was right with the Matias Ergashev fight, unfortunately. And I like doing that. I like being able to disagree with people. But I, I, this time I, I'm going to be in agreement. I really hate being in agreement with Vegas odds. Um, but, you know, I, I, I got Haney in this fight as well. And Champ, I think I can disagree a little bit. I actually think Haney can make this a one-sided fight. I think he has the skill set to do it. We, we, we all agree from the outside he's a nightmare to deal with. He's just a very, very difficult style. He's long. He's fast. He's got great endurance, good discipline. But, Teddy, you brought up th something. Thank I, Of course you would bring it up, that uppercut. And I didn't get to do the keys to victory for Devin Haney. My, my esteemed partner, Paul Imanaji, got to do, do Haney. But Haney's got a really nice roll right arm shoot. And he does that so well to shut his opponent's offense down. It's, really, it's a really good maneuver that he does. Because sometimes he does spend too much time on the inside slipping and rolling and, and riding. When he doesn't throw that uppercut, he does get hit with stuff there. But when he fires that uppercut, that thing is mean and is sharp and it's hard to see. And it's, it stops his opponent's offense. If he can get that thing going early with Progre, I think it's going to shut off all the opportunities for Progre to have on the inside. And then from the middle distance and outside distance, Haney's just it's just it's just a bad matchup stylistically. Not knocking Progre at all. I think he's a fantastic fighter. I think he's good boxing skills as well. But yeah, I'm 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 with you guys. I'm I'm going with Devin Haney in this fight, um, and we're going to see a 12 round decision. Oh, there you I think I think also the uh, the uppercut um, to the body, I think can be yes. effective against Southpaw. Southpaw. I, I think um, that's another advantage uh, I, I forgot to mention going into the fight is that this is back to back fights against Southpaws for Devin Haney, so he kind of can flow the the two camps together and continue to get sharper again with those Southpaw angles. Um, I, I did like the way he went. He threw that uppercut to the body against Lomachenko. You know, I think Lomachenko is much more difficult to hit with those kind of uppercuts to the head. Uh, but I, I, I like the way he used it to the body. That good stab uppercut to the body with the with the right hand uh, against a southpaw from a right-handed position is, is an effective shot as well. And I think I could see Haney also go into that as well because you're gonna want to take the gas tank away from a from a good punch away program. All right. Well, it's going down December 9th on DAZN pay-per-view. Regis Progre and Devin Haney in the red-hot 140-pound division, one of the best divisions in boxing. Don't miss this fight. Make sure you download the app. Make sure you subscribe. Tell us who you think is going to win the fight. Tell us what you think about Paulie breaking down Devin Haney, his buddy Devin Haney. Make sure you subscribe. Join Pro Box TV. And remember, Pro Box TV is your boxing channel.